This is CliffCentral.com. Hello there and welcome back to the Futurology Show. This is one of the Merry Maker uh, 20 I thought you were going to say one of the Merry Men. <laughs> Michael the Merry Man, Brett yeah. the Merry Man, and well, Brett the Merry Man. Brett Sinclair does have Merry Meek on his uh, man crush wall, remember? And that's what this show is I all guarantee about. you, Merry, Merry Meeker does not have Brett Sinclair on her man crush wall. Uh, no, uh, she uh, Yet. She that's would exactly. Someone, uh, he's being way too competitive. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> absolutely. Sorry. Is that Justin or Brett? Because we still got Justin. Could see Justin's him. here. Yeah, Justin. And I don't have you. a pink jersey. He doesn't. <laughs> no. It's great to have you back, man. Yeah. yeah. Decided that, to change my did he, did he ever leave? <laughs> well, I feel like he's, he's looking a lot trimmer. Yeah. With his YouTube top on. I mean, how does that oh, yeah. work? My very tight YouTube Top on. Well, well, I, I think very trim. I, I think it's an important top because we're yeah. talking about media and there YouTube is very much part of it. And you know what the cool thing is? We're actually on Cliff Central, which is about disrupting media. It's and, a media challenge, and, and, and it really is getting disrupted at a, at a very, very fast pace. And and when we look at uh, Mary Meeker's uh, report, what she's saying is is media is getting transformed through better experiences and lower price around data and scale. So this is not so much about Facebook as a media, but rather the world of Netflix, YouTube, um, Spotify, and 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 the world of streaming. And and just a just a quick sample here, guys. We spoke about uh, the four screens earlier in one of the shows. Who watches TV on the TV screen, or do you watch it somewhere else? Now? About. Thirty percent of the time, I would say because I invested in Chromecast, uh, we're probably looking at about eighty percent of the time. But yeah, it's but it's streaming through onto my TV yeah. via your laptop, uh, via my phone, dude. Via your on, phone, get okay. modern with me, please. She's sorry, so sorry. you're watching normal TV. No, I don't watch TV. You I, don't watch normal TV. I watch uh, I, I watch everything on my my laptop. Okay. I, I don't. I don't watch TV. No, we're not talking about pornography. So you guys have got Cody there. <laughs> <laughs> so things like Cody, What's Netflix, Cody? Netflix, Netflix is. Great. If you're a Dave guy, you know about Cody. Yeah, yeah. I've got uh, I've got Netflix, mm. and my my kids love watching Netflix. My daughter sits in her room watching shows. The other daughter sits in her room, supposedly studying, watching shows. Do you, make, do you make them keep the door open whilst they're watching the shows, just to keep an eye on them? Ah, uh, trust my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I'd rather not go through the shock. <laughs> but YouTube, have got things. You've got YouTube. You've got YouTube Red. You've got YouTube Kids. So they've seen that they can not only do well in the space, but they can actually expand into For the sure, space yeah. and reach audiences that maybe previously TV would never have gotten to. At all. I mean, my, my little girl is watching kids unpacking toys. Yeah, I mean, my, my daughter's favorite show is a sort of, I call it DIY for kids crafting. That's it. Mm. You know, and, and that she thing. learns uh, how to make Play-Doh. Yeah. How it, to make your own in toys. Fact, yeah, Play-Doh. And, 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 and Play-Doh at school. That's exactly what she was <laughs> on about. So they're in the same, the same school together. together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, no, absolutely. I mean, she, she watches YouTube, picks up all these various crafts and, and loves doing the stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and hair. Um, mm. I, I, I don't know. My wife's got got fantastic hair, and fortunately, my my kids didn't end up with my balding head. So, um, doing hair designs and and you know different hairstyles. My yeah. my daughter, my youngest, again picked it up on YouTube, um, and kids are loving it. That you know, some kids yeah. are even saying, "Geez." Do my hair, I'll pay you kind of thing. Well, well, Brett isn't, uh, I mean, and correct me if I'm wrong, I mean, YouTube is effectively the largest TV station in, in, in Africa, isn't it? In Africa. I mean, uh, so we're uh, taking figures from about five years ago. YouTube was already surpassing 25 million unique viewers. 
and that was five years ago, right? Yeah. Video. And, I think, and is that um, on a daily basis? Mm, or On a monthly basis. On a monthly basis. So you start combining that with where Facebook video must be at the moment. YouTube's growth at the time was sitting at about 40%. Yeah, there's going to be constraints around coverage like we spoke yeah. about before. Yeah. But it's big, guys. Um, and, and the consumption, again, we've spoken about our kids chew through data. Mm. Um, I'm just looking at the Mary Mika report, and, and it's even coming through in the developed markets. Even... Uh, in the U.S., for instance, you're seeing massive drops with all the cord cutters going, you know what? Yeah. There's no more exclusive rights. And I, I really do feel sorry for DSTV right now. They're, they've tied up a lot of exclusivity. Uh, they've got some great productions. They do a great job in sports. But what you're starting to see are the big production houses globally going, Absolutely. I'm no longer doing exclusivity. We're going to partner up with as many distribution channels, i.e., Streaming. The good thing about DSTV is they, they're deliberately trying to uh, cannibalize their own market with Showmax, and and I think there was talk about yeah there was talk about DSTV actually becoming a a TV. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a big uh, fan of Showmax by the way. My kids also watch a ton yeah. of Showmax, and why Friends. Yeah, that's interesting. So, uh, they're, they're, it's quite interesting. Well, friends, I, the show. The friend the show. They are the yeah. Friends show. They yeah, the only yeah. show that doesn't have a cell phone in it. My daughter too. Oh, really. Seriously. People still watch it today. That whole series, that whole 10 How series do does not have a cell phone. relate to it? I don't yeah. get it, right? Weird. See, that's funny. My 12-year-old is the one that loves it. Yeah. She loves, loves it. Unbelievable. Yeah. But uh, I've, I've got to admit, Showmax, I don't know if it's just I'm very anti-DSTV at the moment. Uh, so I'm Netflix and YouTube all the way. Netflix mm. has got fantastic shows. They're very different. Yeah. But, but and, and I find YouTube awesome. So, so you know, I'm, I'm in the business of, of supposedly knowing a lot of stuff, and, and I've got an extremely smart partner. And we spend an inordinate amount of time on YouTube um, just learning, yeah. uh, understanding Ted. stuff. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So a fascinating play that we're seeing play out in, in Mary's report is the adoption of other platforms. So we were talking about your traditional streamers, but we're starting to see Instagram. Now, you don't see Instagram as a video streaming content play. People are making their stories now. They're making stories, yeah. right? And I had yeah. this argument with my son. I'm like, please stop watching YouTube on mobile. Watch it on Wi-Fi. And he's going, but I'm watching Instagram. I'm like, but are you still streaming data? Facebook, even WhatsApp. Facebook Messenger, all these platforms are starting to deliver some form of mm. video content that's exploding because they want to keep you on their platform. Absolutely. And, and it's interesting because um, in the report, it actually phrases it quite, quite interestingly. Google pioneered the search find obtain for content and products. Yep. Netflix and Spotify pioneered the search find and serve up for media. Hey, you like this. Beautiful. You like this too. Exactly. Yeah. And this is the world Your of friends data. Like this. It's data algorithms. Like it. Absolutely. And advertisers haven't got that yet. Absolutely. No. No. But you know what? It's the world of <laughs> I'm just going to put the same ad in front of everything. <laughs> Actually, kudos to Google DFP because they've gone into TV ad serving where a streamed broadcaster can now actually get uh, the ability to get double-click for publishers, publishers, put into a TV stream and make it relevant to the 20-year-old woman watching the same program as a 34-year-old man. Wow. Yeah, this is what Wayne Bishop was talking about. Yeah, and isn't that amazing? Impressive. 100%. So, yeah. so you know what's um, also being covered really well, and you think Netflix is a, a real player in this game with um, close on a hundred million unique users. I mean, all viewers every single. I think they measure every day. Compare that to a European player that is 
really it does feel like it's it's sprung out of nowhere. Um, and I say that as an African listener. And that's Spotify. So we spend our lives talking about iTunes and we talk about Google Play. But Spotify is sitting at over 126 million different users. Yeah. I mean, that's fascinating. They have really taken the same approach that Netflix has taken to video on the world of music. Nail that algorithm. So it was in the, um, the Google developers thing that they held locally uh, the other day. And they're talking about, I mean, some old news, but Spotify investing $2 billion in Google Cloud Correct. over the next five years. Correct. As well as another further $1 billion in Amazon Web Services until the year 2021. All to make sure that they have access to the finest machine learning to understand how better to serve yeah. their content and make their platform available to people using it. I'm actually going to blow your mind. Snapchat yes. spends $2.4 billion on Google Boom. cloud infrastructure. And you think that's a hell of a lot of money. And the but four of us here are going, Snapchat? What? Snapchat? Yeah. How does that work? Sorry. You lost me there for a minute. But, but, but think of the scale of what, say, a Google Cloud is, right? Yeah. They're spending now up to $17 billion a year on growing their infrastructure. Yeah. And every year it's doubling. Well, I mean, this is a crazy Every market, year it's doubling. Right? It's doubling. Is it that slow? <laughs> like every six no. months it seems to be. Yeah, yeah, it does feel like that, right? But now there was uh, this crazy stats, like the amount of content uploaded to YouTube in a in an hour is more than one person can watch in a lifetime. Yep. There's those kinds of stats. Yep. I mean, how does a traditional broadcast or any other medium compete with that when they're trying to they're busy squabbling over the contracts of, of royalty rights and on, yeah. on syndicated content? And <laughs> meanwhile, YouTube's gone content. What content? Oh no, that was old news. Let's go into the new thing. Yeah, I mean they they're absolutely going to be disrupted if you look at. Spotify as your example and yeah. YouTube as your example, um, they certainly going to uh, be disrupted, right? Um, uh, you read the the book, The Innovator's Dilemma, talks about this fact of how do you, how do incumbents, these big guys, become disrupted, right? And it's yeah. exactly this: yeah. they're comfortable, they have a model that works, and they've been dominating a space for a long time, and they're basically fat cats at the end of the day. Yeah. And, and so you find a Spotify doing a little thing, and you find a YouTube doing a little thing. Uh, and a Netflix, and only only when it's too late do the guys realize, wait a minute, yeah. uh, this thing's real and this thing's a competitor, and they're not able to change fast enough because they have so much invested in their yeah. old yeah. model, exactly. they can't the get out of it. infrastructure is such a high cost. So you brought up The Innovator's Dilemma as a book. Um, mm -hmm. There's a new book called The Storyteller's Dilemma, yeah. mm -hmm. written by the CEO of Avid. Um, who we, actually I got to meet uh, earlier this year, which is fantastic. Nice. One of the amazing, Louis Hernandez Jr. And he's talking about the same his name thing. is impressive. Yeah, Louis yeah, Hernandez Jr. No, no, he's, he, he's a memorable, <laughs> yeah, memorable yeah. guy. It's really cool. But um, he's got uh, he's talking about the same stuff. There are people with stories to tell without traditional broadcasters to back it up. Mm. So, of yeah. course, they're going to find their way to a place that actually will distribute or share their story. Mm. It's the nature of who we are at this in this digital That's age. True. Everything's yeah. a story, right? Exactly. It, it is a story. Um, and, and that also provides some pretty critical hooks because if we look at what, what, one of the interesting things that have come out is really this world of subscriptions. Yeah. And, and, you know, yeah. just, just to, you know, it's, it's really the quality of the user experience that you're getting from platforms like Netflix, the, the on-demand selection, the personalization, and the simplicity of the payment, it changes. And, I mean, if... Uh, I think Netflix in South Africa is about 90 Rand and DSTV is about a thousand Rand. And the comparison just in terms of that subscription model is, is chalk and cheese. Mm. Uh, and, and it is a fundamental game changer. I mean, why would you want to go onto DSTV 
for a thousand rand where you can have Netflix and for just bucks. for a hundred bucks. Absolutely. And, and what's, what's amazing about that is because it's so small, you don't feel it, right? Yeah. I was on Netflix yeah. for a good six months because my daughter was in Switzerland. So we actually bought Netflix while she was there. Yeah. Um, and none of us used it. We still had DSTV yeah. carried on. And it was only when she came back from Switzerland and started pushing for, for the first month or two. In fact, we kept saying, no, 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 get off. We, we, we're killing Netflix. And then I started watching and my daughter, uh, other daughter started watching and, and now it's a year later. And we're still on Netflix, and I'm busy questioning why, why I did, DSTV. Yeah. So, so, so Mary Mika highlights this: yes. the reasons for cord cutting. Absolutely. Right? First thing is too expensive. Yeah, it's not even because you're paying for their infrastructure that correct. you never asked for in the first place. Exactly. And it's the same license model that the internet streaming services are having to pay for that content. Yeah. And if they just solved, it's the same thing in the banks. I argue the point the whole time. You know, we're struggling to compete well. Cut the fee on your transactions, right? I just had a crazy thought. Yeah. The SOEC may have, their lack of ability to do the digital transformation may have actually been their, sa- might be their saving grace in the future because now they can lower their infrastructure costs by just going straight to stream. Yeah. Great. <laughs> screw the digital, <laughs> yeah. screw DTT. Yeah, just go straight. Just, just go straight, straight to stream. You save yourself, save everybody the TV license headache. I mean, another example is uh, Audible. Right. Mm. Um, I pay the, I pay Audible every month. I don't even know what it costs anymore because I'm hooked on listening to books via audio yep. stream. Yeah. And I used to have TED books as well. Buying the physical books. Yeah. So the subscription model is a fantastic model. And if you, if you give, right. So, so what I love yeah. about Audible is there's, there's a free book every month. Mm. So regardless of whether I'm now buying anything else, I'm getting this free book every month. So I don't mind it paying the subscription because I am paying for the book. Right? Yeah. And that's what's fantastically powerful about the subscription model is you almost feel like Absolutely. you're getting way more than what you're paying for. And look at podcasts. I mean, we're on a podcast platform. Yeah. And the other podcasts we listen to, I mean, we listen to things like the TED Radio Hour but mm. from NPR and How I Built This and Z, all these other great podcasts. Mm. The nice thing about them is I can consume the content I want to consume because I find that interesting. And, and you can consume it when you want and to. And I can consume it when I want to. I don't have to consume it all in one go. Absolutely. Yeah. At the time that the There's no FOMO because I won't miss it. Exactly. Well, well if, if we look at the music and why streaming, um, there, there are a couple of critical points. The, the number one conversion is free trial to convert. So you sign up for get your first two weeks free, gets you hooked into it. The second one, and, and that that free trial convert is 42%. Get rid of ads is 29% of people are wanting to get rid of the yeah. ads. Um, and and 27% are, are related to mobile access. And then listening choices uh, then comes down to it. But it changes how we consume. And, and that's the critical lessons for the marketers that are listening to We're a discerning audience. Yeah. Yeah. We're an enabled discerning audience. Well, now think about um, the concept of, I don't know if you've come across the concept of micro-tribes or a thousand true fans. Yes. Right? So, so yeah. Tim Ferriss is yes. quite a big fan of that sort of thing. You start to look at that and come back to some of the comments Brett made in, in one or two of the previous shows around sort of starting with you know initial customers, building a product around them and kind of growing from there. So if you start to understand this thousand true fans, you can absolutely build a very viable business off the back of that. And even within one business, you can have 20 or 30 or 40 different types of thousand true fans because you can now absolutely personalize the stuff by understanding the needs of the individual as well as being able to use and leverage the technology to be able to deliver to that individual. Oh, yeah. That's cool. So to quote the Buggles song, video killed the radio star. Does that mean digital media has killed the TV star? It has, right? So you look at the number of minutes that are being delivered and the growth of those number of minutes. Everybody in the in the TV space 
is not growing. Netflix, 650% increase. Two-year period, and it's because it's Mike's favorite term. You wouldn't even put that into a KPI. Non, what I can't even say. Non-linear. No, hundred percent. And it's actually quite interesting because if you look at all the big movie stars, they're all doing these uh, these TV shows now, and and typically on the money is now, and Netflix is funding them, and 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 it keeps them in uh, the public's eye. Yep. You know, it's it's not it's not a no brainer. Is that it? Are we? I think we've uh, pretty much kind of wrap this one up. Hit our timing. So, guys. um, Thank you very much, Justin. You've been absolutely legendary uh, with your pink jersey lying on the floor there. <laughs> and your YouTube little jacket on. Yeah, I think you look fabulous in it. Uh, Mike, as usual, I'm glad to see your shirt on, Brett. <laughs> I see you've got a Beer Salona shirt. Yeah. And just to wrap yeah, up, the really, really, really uh, a fascinating point, right? Because we, we're all kind of tied into the media space. And I think the big players are really focusing on that generational gap. That's what's coming yeah. out of this report. Um, your traditional cable provider is seeing the cords literally cut because they're stuck in the legacy way of thinking of mm. distributing content. Yeah. The new digital subscri- uh, subscription is that channel now. And I think uh, it's lowering the playing field so many more people can play. I'm really excited to see it open up in Africa with iFlix, Showmax, even Amazon Primer coming into the space. And, of course, our good old Cliff Central. And good old Cliff Central, which literally is revolutionizing the podcasting world. So, ladies and gentlemen, Futurology Show, Mary Meeker's wrap-up. This is CliffCentral.com.